It's brand new season two. I'm Marissa Thalberg. And I'm Stephen Wolf Bededa. And we're excited to be back having bigger, bolder, and always real conversations. Straight from the C-suite front lines of marketing, media, and more. We have great friends joining from people you may know, like Wilmer Valderrama and Bobby Burke. And people you'll want to know. So grab a coffee or, hey, even an Aperol Spritz and come join us on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Listen to brand new on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Always follow the, money. follow the money. That's what I always say. You always follow yeah, the money. Yeah, yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSIN. Welcome back. We are live. Time to elevate your live betting game. Introducing points, bet new exclusive feature, live same game parlays for the NBA. NBA live same game parlays can only be found at points bet. Instantly build the perfect live same game parlay throughout the game. Once the game starts, don't just bet. Live your bet life and download the app today and use code VEASAN2K to get two risk-free bets up to $2,000. Points bet, baby. Uh, Everyone's right. Bad beats with the Beckham stuff. I mean, two catches for 52 yards, and then he gets hurt. So uh, good point, too, with all the tweets. Keep them coming as well with all the various props and and big tickets. Patrick Everson joins us now. Gallivanting all around town. Man about town. Props.com joins us to recap the madness. So I saw several of your tweets. Dream scenario for these books because the favorite wins and doesn't cover? Uh, pretty much universally, yes. I mean, I'm literally writing my article right now for Pops.com. And, and first off, Paul, I admit, thanks a lot for having me on tonight. Uh, I do appreciate it. And one of the things I noted was just like really all the adjectives freely flowed. Fantastic, perfect, terrific, best case scenario, uh, you know, couldn't write the script better. All of those, all of those adjectives and superlatives and so forth were, were are flowing from the sportsbook guys. Uh, uh, they 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 couldn't they really couldn't have written this any better. A Rams win, a Bengals cover, and and even landing on three itself was like a you know even a better outcome. Uh, Allen Berg at WinBet said landing on three was just a fantastic result, a dream scenario, and, mm-hmm. and a lot of mm-hmm. other books have echoed that sentiment. I'm I'm also guessing that the game staying under helped out quite a bit. Absolutely, absolutely. Everybody always uh, needs the under on this. And it was kind of weird. I mean, the, the total never really got off 48 and a half. I think a, I think a couple times, uh, you know, a couple books might have touched 49 a little bit over the last couple of days, but never really stayed there. So it almost it, it didn't go up in the way that you would think it would with the public betting the uh, the over. But the book still needed the under in this game, no question. John Murray said we needed uh, – John Murray here at the Super Bowl, he said we needed Rams win and cover mm. and under. So they were a little on the offside there with the, with the Rams not covering. But, um, uh, but everywhere else, it was, you know, definitely looking for the under. Total dream scenario on that. Because, and the thing is, it's all correlated. If you can get – you know, if you can get A, the team you need, and B, get the under – in the Super Bowl, you got all the props, and it's all correlated. A lot of props did not, you know, the, the public and most of the people who bet props are betting on yeses and overs, and, you know, there, there might have been some that got there, but none of the ones that really, only one or two that really did much damage, and the books did so well to everything else that it, that it was negligible. 
But outside of the Westgate, I know they got a little dinged here at Circa because they took a big bet on the Bengals plus the points. Was there anyone reporting that, that this was this was not a good result for them? Nobody else has told me so far that this is not a good result. And I'll tell you, so far, and, and even Superwick hasn't said it's a bad result yet. I just haven't gotten an answer yet. But okay. as I said, win bet, great result. Yeah, okay. Chris Andrews at South Point, perfect result. Um, he said we were scrambling all day, and it just fell really well for us. He felt like they got really lucky. Um, Twin Spires, best-case scenario, Rams one to three points. That's exactly what they got. Bet MGM, definitely a really good result uh, nationally and here in Nevada. Uh, Scott Shelton echoed that as well. I said it was, a, it was a very good game for them here in Nevada. Um, really, the, the big thing, though, was, guys, and we can follow up on this if you want, if the, if the Bengals get 15 more yards there and kick a field goal, everything changes. Yes, yep, good point. Good point. Because you're looking at overtime, it can go over and overtime. Oh, my oh, it God. Would. It, it, it would. Yeah. It, it would have to go over. Yeah, you're right. Well, yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah. yes. Yes. I mean, everything, everything's in play. I, I was betting under 52 and 53 in play. That's why I got, oh, but yeah. Yeah, I mean, you're right. That's, that, that's absolutely in play. And then that was, I know some places open low, but you're talking about eight, nine, 10 to one with uh, overtime cashing right there. You bet. I had one of those tickets and I was Man. like, maybe I'll get there. But, but Jason Scott, a bet MGM, he said, OT and a Bengals win. And thus the over would have hit because you're going to get the 49 probably. Yeah. Uh, he said they would have. It would have been over twenty million worse if that had oh. happened. Twenty million bucks nationally at BetMGM. So that was a huge swing. Oh. And Scott Shelton said here at BetMGM Nevada, it was you know it was easily a uh, you know a seven easily a seven figure swing, and the book ended up winning six figures on no on, on the not going to overtime, but it was a seven figure swing from the yes to the no because everybody was on yes for overtime and. And then, as you guys pointed out, as we alluded to, you know, the over on the game comes into play. The Bengals might win the game, which sure. the didn't, didn't want. You know, public loves to take the dog money line on the Super Bowl. So, really, this was, this was 15 yards away, especially with the way McPherson's been kicking in the postseason. Um, this was 15 yards away from being a very, very different result for the book. And, unfortunately, uh, it, it, fall, it didn't fall in favor of the betters, which is very – very well could have if it, if yeah. it had gone to overtime. Yeah, yeah. Imagine that. I mean, well, BetMGM is everywhere across the country, but that's a twenty million dollars swing yep. there. I mean, imagine if that's a twenty million dollars swing at BetMGM. How much it's going to be everywhere else combined? Mm-hmm. It's massive, obviously. Absolutely. So, Patrick, that's a great nugget, by the way. Um, uh, of so good results overall from like talking to everybody across town. What did they mention? Like the handle, the right overall. Was it like did they did they have expectations that it was going to be the highest handle of all time here in the state? Well, I haven't talked to any of the book guys yet. I did talk to, I did go back and forth with Mike Lawton at the Game and Control Board. He kind of, he, he oversees a lot of the stuff. He puts out those monthly reports uh, with, with, with all the gaming numbers, but also obviously focused on the, on the Super Bowl numbers this time of year. And he said early in the week, he felt like, um, he said early in the week, he felt like this would, uh, this would probably be, you know, record handle again for Nevada or close to it. But, um, uh, but he uh, wasn't so sure toward the end of the week. He said, look, I think it's going to be really good, but I haven't really gotten the vibe from the sportsbook guys that I normally get by the weekend. They normally reach out to him and let him know. I got a feeling, though, when you hear some of these bets that came in last night at BetMGM, the, the, the guy on the Rams who made three $1 million plays uh, yeah. on the first half, and the, the two first half plays and one first quarter play. 
Um, it's my understanding. I don't know the numbers, but it's my understanding that same gentleman came back with some uh, with some money in the second half, which is not a surprise. Uh, I, I wouldn't be surprised. Obviously, nationally, you've got more jurisdictions, so it's going to be a record every year we go forward from yep. here. If we keep adding states, look, it's going to be a record. So it's kind of it's it's not saying a lot necessarily. It would be bigger news if it was the dog bite, if it was the man bite dog thing, and we're adding states and we don't get records. And plus, we have New York in the fold. That is going to be insane. I can't wait to see their numbers. Yep. But I think Nevada is going to do pretty good to this. I heard the vibe at other books was really good. It was great here at the Superbook today. Some people popped down here who were at Circa, and they said Circa was absolutely jumping. So uh, I, I, I think they're expecting good mm. numbers. That's my next question to some of these gentlemen, but uh, yep. a lot of them are still trying to grade out props and stuff. It takes a while to get some of this stuff done. So uh, of the props um, and how much, you know, of the ones that maybe dinged books across town or, or props that they did well with, let me ask you this. Because that no touchback on the opening kickoff – that opened up. The no was like plus one eighty, Patrick, and yeah. it swung all the way to like a dollar thirty favorite minimum. So we're talking about you know more than a dollar. It's, it's a huge move. Okay, so did you like that prop and others? Like where, where did they do well? Well, I think uh, um, it, it looked like I, I can't remember. I, I know that Superbook offered five and a half kicks returned, and I'm trying to. I, I don't think they. I'm not sure it got to that. I hadn't even looked at the final numbers on that yet. But that was a popular play for sharp guys betting under five-and-a-half kicks return. They, they were banking on few kickoffs return. And again, as you pointed out, Mitch, that uh, the first kickoff for a touchback was a, was a, popular, play, uh, uh, was a popular play as well. Um, where, where, one where they definitely got dinged was uh, Odell Beckham Jr. scoring that first touchdown. Okay. That, was a, uh, that was a pretty big dinger. A lot of people did get on that at, the, you know, at a decent price because you know, it, it, rightly assuming that the Bengals are going to do what they can to try to shut down Cup. And in fact, at uh, at BetMGM nationally, Jason Scott said that was definitely one that uh, that thing that he said it was a decent sized loser. And Scott Shelton said more so locally, BetMGM Nevada. He said we got absolutely annihilated on that one. He said that was a big loser. But he said other than that, all the other big prop decisions went our way. And obviously, the public. The ones that the public bet, the overtime falling off was obviously humongous, as we've already discussed. No safety, no two-point conversion, uh, you know, nothing, nothing wonky like that. Um, you know, really, the over two and a half players to throw a pass that hit, but that's only, you know, that's only around what plus one eighty two to one anymore. Um, thankfully, I had it and hit it. I was happy for that, but. Um, they didn't. They didn't do too bad with the props from what I'm hearing so far. Uh, I, I think people will be blown away by the handle and how much action is uh, on the coin toss. How loud was it in the book with the coin toss? <laughs> oh, it was awesome, yeah. man. Uh, and, and and what was interesting, sort of interesting, I guess, is most of the data I was getting from books throughout the day is people were kind of leaning toward, even though it's only a coin flip. I mean, Jay Cornegay in an article we did said it's literally a coin flip, folks, but. Tails never fails seem to kind of carry the day. But <laughs> oh my God. I'm telling you, I, yeah. I don't know why. I can't explain it. Yeah. But like 55, 60% on what should be like a 50 50 thing. Yes. But, but yeah, when they call, when they, uh, the call was tails, it came up heads, and at least half this place, about half this place anyway, went crazy. It was awesome. And, 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 and Jay Cornegay said he's just stunned by it every year, but it gets the daylight bet out of it. And everybody just, you know, a lot of people just want to have something to cash right out of the gate, you know, or a decision. I mean, obviously, about half of them are not going to cash that bet. Um, but yeah, the, the place blew up. It was a, it was a real loud ovation, and and 
a little more muted for the anthem. I was a little surprised on that. Sometimes that's a little louder when you get to the, uh, you know, when the over-under comes into play for the global, yeah. quote-unquote global market where you can bet that sort of thing. But, uh, but yeah, the, the, the boom here in the room, uh, when, when, it, when it came up tails, uh, a lot of heads fans were pretty satisfied. Yeah, great job, sir. Yeah. Thanks for coming on. I appreciate you two having me. I hope you had a great day, and uh, hopefully we'll talk again soon. Have a good Absolutely. Yep. I hope you get a rest. Get you some rest. It. Yeah, you too. Higgins plus 552 touchdowns. Another one I missed. Uh, uh, by the way, follow Patrick on Twitter. He's at Patrick E underscore Vegas. Does a great job covering the sports betting scene up and down the entire strip and beyond here in Las Vegas. We'll continue dissecting, uh, dissecting what took place tonight. And a good observation, good uh, good tweet from our buddy, buddy Paul Charchian about these two teams that we saw play in the Super Bowl. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Follow the money on VSEN, the sports betting network. No more football, no problem. Bet River Sportsbook serves up tennis, soccer, hockey, college and pro basketball, and more. Don't miss out on the daily specials or try your hand at live player props or same-game parlays. No matter what you bet on, you can count on your withdrawal approval, approval happening fast with more than 80% of withdrawals approved instantly at Bet Rivers. Get started with life after football with the Bet Rivers app. Here we come, March Madness, draft, NBA playoffs, giddy up. Okay, how about this tweet from Paul Charchian? Came on with us on Friday, was with us throughout the entire football season, Fantasy Football Hall of Famer. He tweeted this out after the game um, Sunday night. Anyone else get the feeling a dozen teams could have beaten either the Rams or the Bengals in this game? Yeah. 
first segment of the show, I said it wasn't a very good game. The, yep. the, well, it wasn't the A game from either side, I don't think. Although the Bengals' defense deserves a lot of credit, too, for how they played. Bengals' defense, I thought, was really, really good. Yes, but I also think Collinsworth and Michaels way over the top with this. Oh, my God, they lost Beckham. What are they going to do now? Oh, yeah, for I mean, sure. The guy came over late in the season. What is this? They don't have any weapons now? Yeah. Come on. That's How about Jefferson's wife? How about that story? They had to take her out on a stretcher. She's given birth. Yep. He immediately, he immediately left the stadium after the game. I guess oh. police escort to get to the hospital. Yeah. How about yeah. the wife? I mean, she, it's a big game, I guess, right? It's like uh, Big Lebowski. That's a league game. I mean, come on. <laughs> Over the line. Yeah. It's a league game. Uh, put the piece away, man. They're going to call the cops. Yep. I mean, that's, that's crazy. I'm not leaving. That's a Super Bowl. Oh, the kid wants out. I got to go. Stretch me out of yeah. there. I think what we watched tonight, four, uh, two four seeds playing. That's good. Yes. Yep. That's that exactly was, that's what we got tonight. Get, that was two four seeds. Um, well said. By the way, the color of Mickey Guyton's outfit during the anthem. Again, I, I didn't see it. I wasn't paying attention blue? to that. Was it blue? Blue yeah, it was, was blue, uh, right? Blue was four to one. Okay. What it, was the Gatorade? Yellow? It was No, that was blue. The Gatorade? Bl- blue cash at four to one from what I see. Yeah. The Gatorade was? That's what I was that's what Twitter said anyway. Oh, okay. Twitter told me that. Oh, okay. I missed that. I thought uh, I number that. of planes during the national anthem flyover. Four or five, wasn't it? The number was five. five? I thought it uh, I think right. that's an auto play to the under, right? Because it's, they're remember. not gonna have six four. or more. Yeah. The perfect V shape is with five. So uh, you know, you're not gonna but some yeah. maybe they'll do four, maybe they'll do three. They're not gonna go six or seven, I wouldn't think, with a flyover. That seems uh, excessive. Then they had a bunch of, you know, who's going to be showing first, that kind of thing. Um, will any scoring drive take less time than the national anthem? Yes, was 3-1. to one. Well, the first play of the second half, <laughs> 75 yeah. yards. Hello. It was a right. huge favorite, and it got there. Yep. First quarter under was a bad beat. Most places had 9.5. Nine 9.5 and and a half. Half was posted that's tough. at a lot of spots. That's a long yep. shot there. That's a, that's, a, that's a tough beat there. Yeah, the yep. total total songs played during the play. Uh, I'm sorry, played during the halftime show. Ten and a half was the number, and that again, that completely flipped. You lose yourself was minus two dollars at one point. Next episode was plus three fifty. That swung all the way to like minus three fifty. I think I saw. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yep. And Snoop was technically the first artist to perform, and he was two to one earlier today. But I'll tell you though, like this whole thing has been destroyed. I know. It's um, a guy. A guy had a great tweet. I remember, what would he say? I rem, I rem, I'm old enough to remember what it was like when you could bet real money on the national anthem. Yeah. I mean, this is, ooh. Yeah, you could, it wasn't even that long ago, to his point, yeah. where you could get down a lot. I mean, thousands upon thousands, easy on the national anthem. And oh, by the way, like, they, you could find, like, alt numbers on the anthem. They would put up, yeah. like, six yeah. or seven different alt numbers. Well, I mean, why not just embrace it though now too? I mean, try to keep it a secret, and then put put the put a points bet ticker on there, yep. and clock it, and let's let's you know. But here's the deal though: now too many people have the information. Too many people yeah. are there for the rehearsals. It needs to be. You're right. It needs to be kept quiet. I only want a couple people out here. Fifty dollar minimum, whatever. Twenty five dollar minimum. Oh no, no, I mean, I'm saying, maximum. I mean. Yeah, but I want to go back here. to what it was like. I want to be old school yeah. guy. Well, now. okay, yeah, okay. you know. I want I want to that was again that was 2018 2019 we're talking about. Keep what, a lid on it. Have huge limits it. and uh let's fire away. What would you think of the commercials? Rough start, but there were a couple good ones. The Larry David ad, classic Larry David. That was a good one. Uh-huh. Right? The BMW Zeus ad, 
with Hayek and Schwarzenegger. That was solid. That was very good. How good does she look still? Yes. Uh, yeah. The NFL ad video was awesome. With the video game characters, the Peyton Manning on the sneak. And okay, yeah. Gives it to Walter yep. Payton. That ad was awesome. The Scarlet uh, Colin. Johansson. That Colin was Jost. A, yep. That the, was very good. That was creative. That well was, I, th- I thought that was the second best one. Yeah. Meadow and AJ? Okay, let me point this out for a second. Sopranos? Here. Okay, so the, the Sopranos opening theme song comes on, right? So you're like, okay, this is awesome. You know, I haven't heard the song in a while. Uh, and they keep going back and forth between who the driver is, and I don't even recognize her. I don't even, I don't even know it's Meadow. Did you know it was Meadow? Right off the bat. Oh, you did? Yeah. And then when she eventually gets out of the car, I'm like, oh, my God, it's Meadow. Okay, now, now, I didn't know duh. that was Meadow. I didn't even look like her. Who'd you think it was, though, with driving I, the, with the music? I'm watching with a bunch of people who love Sopranos. They had no idea it was Meadow either. Oh, really? Yeah. Interesting. And then as soon as she gets up, we're like, oh, it's Meadow. Okay. Well, she's older now, but yeah. I knew. And then, so one one observation now. From what I understand, it was not, she did not meet AJ at the restaurant of the final scene, but it was another restaurant that they showed during The Sopranos. But also, uh, uh. when she goes to hug AJ, am I wrong? I got to go back and watch it. Was she in tears? Like, it's a giveaway that she's meeting AJ at a restaurant. I thought it was from the final scene. And it's like, hey, they're meeting here. I, and I, he, I, he absolutely got whacked. Well. Well, yeah, Chase finally admitted it, but that's, yeah. Well, no, I know he did, but this but, is video form, though. That's the key. Sure. In a I, commercial. I, I missed that. Yeah. Oh, you got to go back and watch. I, the, the tears, right. I, so it was fast, and I'm like, oh, my God. That's a tell right there. And I got to say, that like that truck was badass. Yeah, it's good. I like the uh, ad with the Doritos with the animals, too. Did you like that one a little bit? They had the sloth, you had the bear. The sloth, yes. Not bad? Yeah, because we just played the sloth video. Good. So this is on Nessun. They just tweeted this out five minutes ago. Five Super Bowl commercials everybody's going to be talking about this week. Okay. Um, so correct me if I'm wrong on some of these, if you just mentioned them already. NFL, bring down the house. The league featured two children and a whole heap of animated NFL awesome. players. That's, That's the one we're talking about. Okay. That's the one. The co- great get this. The Coinbase, the QR code commercial, where it was all over the screen. Yes. And Nesson just wrote, the commercial may have been the most unique of the night. Coinbase had that black screen with the QR code bouncing all over the screen, old school, like a paused mm-hmm. DVD menu, and yeah. it absolutely worked. It reportedly shut down their website because of all the traffic and all everybody going up there with their phones. As you mentioned, the Doritos Flaming Hot Cheetos, push it. Uh, E-Trade off the grid. I don't know if I, I don't remember that one. Mm, I don't either. The financial services company played into the volatile, st- volatile mar- stock market and broke out some talking babies to help find a solution. I don't remember that commercial. I don't either. Was it early? And the last one was the Bud Light Hard Seltzers, Land of uh, Loud Flavors. I think I missed that one, too. Where was I? Well, we're live betting. That's what we're doing, too, yeah. during commercials. I did not care for the, uh, I thought the Paul Rudd, Seth Rogen commercial was kind yeah, of lame. Yeah, weird, yeah. Uh, last play of the game, quarterback Neil, was that a bad beat? I had that. Like plus 180, no? I mean, the, the Bengals are driving there, and that's. Mm, no, nah, I'm not going to call that a bad beat. Okay, no. No. Nah. Tough one. I, I I will tell you this that I absolutely hated the play calling from um, the Bengals on that drive, and they're going out a shotgun the whole time on third and one and fourth and one. Yeah, and you don't have mixing in the game. But we, I, I, I was know. surprised they went for it. it. It's the Super Bowl. Yep. We're five minutes in, and he goes for it midfield fourth and one, and they throw. Yeah, second That's and two, nothing. One. Third and one, yep. nothing. And then they yes, and that led the points the other way, and then. Uh, uh, boy, I mean, Again, you're right. I mean, no history won't remember it. Ramsey, I know the, the face mask. Ramsey got burned a couple times again. 
and McVeigh and Stafford were atrocious. Well, McVeigh McVay was McVeigh's play calling again. You can't. Akers has twenty yards. What are you doing? He has so many people duped, and oh. it's it's just incredible. Well, gun in to a me. ski mask, absolutely total gun in a ski mask he, job. With it's that not guy. even like the idea of him. Like he was thought of as like the best coach in the NFL a couple of years ago, and he took the world by storm, and it made some sense. I'm telling you, he is one of the. I think he's probably the worst play caller in the entire league. Yeah. You got McVeigh. You have Cup Stud. You got Stafford. You made the big trade, right? Put you over the hump. Yeah. And then you got people like Collinsworth and McMichaels. Oh, my God. They lost Beckham. What are they yeah. going to do now? Yeah. Oh, they just, this is so, what a comeback. How can they do this? I mean, meanwhile, guys are wide open and Stafford's right. missing them. Right. Yes. The, the interception was terrible. The first one. The second one could have been a better throw, too. But what's he doing on the first interception? And by the way, that was right. They never had to call a play there. That's another they, one. They why, why is McVay running a play? I, and I, I can't believe McVay didn't go for it. With 12 seconds left at midfield before halftime. Right, I know. Same here. The, the Bengals don't have any time if they if you stop you on fourth down. Throw a pass down the field. Try to get in field goal range, and then just fight. they're going to throw a hail mary. Yep. And that, but the point though here is they gave up. Like they traded Goff, somehow got rid of his contract. They specifically brought Stafford in to get over the hump and win this big game. And here you are trotting Cam Akers out there on every first and second yeah. down, giving him the ball like he's Emmett Smith. Yeah. What are we doing, man? <laughs> it's the whole playoffs. <laughs> the guy doesn't have it going oh, right now. Crazy. Abort this game plan. Yeah. It stinks. Oh. I, I said it earlier. It makes me sick that he now now he's going to be referred to as a Super Bowl winning head coach. <laughs> he had nothing to do with it. I got news for you. Uh, it's follow the money here on Visa and the Sports Betting Network. And the Bengals almost won a Super Bowl with that offensive line. I know it. <laughs> Seven sacks. <laughs> yeah, 16 sacks and two playoff games. He almost won the whole thing. Yes. Former NFL GM Randy Mueller, his impressions on the game coming up next here on Visa. Follow the money on Visa, the Sports Betting Network. Love winners and whiners. Great site. Uh, great previews on their site. Seven days of free picks from any two experts in picks and parlays. A roster of 25 world-class handicappers. They've been helping sports bettors for over a decade. Use their data, trends, and analytics. Get your free week of picks starting today. Text VEASAN to 775-365-PICK. Text VEASAN 775-365-PICK. There you go. A longtime NFL executive, Randy Mueller, kind enough to join us here. Uh, to recap the Super Bowl, it's Mitch and Paul live in downtown Las Vegas from Circa Resort and Casino. Uh, Randy, thanks for the time today. What did you think of the game? I thought it was a good game. I thought it was, you know, competitive. I didn't see any great stellar moments that I'm never going to forget. But, hmm. you know, I think for the most part, we kind of, this is what we get. You know, we had some injuries that factored in. We had a couple calls that factored in. And, you know, I just, I don't, I don't think it was a, a Super Bowl to remember. Because I don't think either coach was the sharpest either. So I, I thought it was okay. And uh, one of those games that, you know, you, you look at the numbers and everything kind of equaled out. And maybe one team made one or two more plays than the other. That was about it. Yep. Well said. What, what, what is it with McVeigh just trying to run, 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 especially a lot on first down? There was nothing there. I think there's something to be said for him not wanting to be criticized. He had heard it for a long time and he was bound and determined. But I'm with you. I felt like he threw away a play per series trying to prove a point. Yes. And they weren't knocking anybody back. The thing I, I was disappointed a little bit in is I thought he would run more screens and more draws and more bubble screens, but I thought Zach Taylor would do the same too. So I don't think either used their weaponry as good as they could, but I'm with you. I, I, I think 
McVeigh finally figured it out on the last 15 play drive what he could do and what he couldn't do, but it took him three and a half quarters to do it. Yeah, I, took, yes. I mean, we were just basically yes. saying almost the same thing because my point was, Randy, that you go out and you specifically trade, you found a team to take Cup's contract and you upgrade a quarterback. And the thought was, and you basically told people, we're making this move to get over the hump because we don't think Cup, uh, that um, Jared Goff, I'm sorry, can win the Super Bowl here. Matthew Stafford can. He's good enough to make that leap for us. Uh, and then they just are running the ball the entire time, and not until they had to have it on that final drive where they're like, okay, go out and now win the Super Bowl for us and pass all the time. Is it Where was that the entire game? Yeah, 23 carries, 43 yards, 1.9 per. Oh. You know, you're, you're going to have a headache running the ball like that, and that's really what they had until the end of the game. So, you know, he tried it. It didn't work, and he stayed with it, bound and determined. But I think it was until he did some some – some shorter routes, the, the the pick plays for the touchdown to cup, some some semi rolls. He finally did some things to supplement just a straight running game, and that's when it paid off. What'd you think of the holding call? The very the, the controversial holding call, third and ten. You know, I'm an ex quarterback, so I'm an offensive guy, so I didn't hate it. I didn't hate it. I thought the long pass uh, with the face mask was more egregious miss than that was a call. So yeah. somehow it seems to work its way equal equal its way out. Okay. Uh, well, how about the talk before the game by McVay that maybe I, I step away and maybe, I don't know, go the Gruden route and go into the booth or, or you know, decide with the fiancé and, and spend some time with the family. Do you think there's a chance that McVay steps away and maybe Donald retires and they have to uh, start, well, I don't want to say start over, but you have a new coach and maybe have to address some needs on the defense? I love Mort, but I didn't buy it. I wasn't buying any of that. I just okay. Don't- this guy walking away. Does he look like a guy that's burned out and needs a rest? Looks like he could just go every day, all day, like he does. And I understand the balance. We all need some balance in our life, and maybe he wakes up and realizes that because, frankly, I don't think coming in at 4.30 or at 6.30 matters that much if you're using your time correctly. So he can probably figure it out, but I, I wasn't buying it. I didn't really buy the, the, the um, Aaron Donald stuff either, but he sure looked emotional after the game and yeah. made take a second thought of it, uh, you know. I don't know. We'll see. He's a, he's to me more accomplished than McVay is at this point, and I think McVay has a lot more to do. Yeah. Did you agree with uh, Cooper Cup as the MVP? You know, I thought it was going to be him and Donald. Uh, I mean, Donald. Uh, you know, eight for ninety-two. Uh, there just wasn't any stellar offensive players. You know, really for either team. So I know if you were going to do something, you couldn't give it to Stafford because he threw two picks. Uh-huh. So that one was an easy one for me. I thought Aaron Donald was the only other one, but I think Aaron Donald only had four tackles. He did have two sacks, but it wasn't like a bunch of numbers supported uh, giving it to Donald, uh, Donald as well. So I was okay with it. I thought Cup deserved it. I mean, talk about a year, you know, it just kind of tops off what we saw all year long. But I'll tell you what, the biggest play of the game, in my opinion, was actually the fourth and one uh, run that he had. Mm-hmm. Only run of the game. And, what you know, he doesn't run it very often, obviously, but that was massive. That was one of those that I didn't realize how deep in their own territory they were. But, you know, they probably don't win the game if he doesn't make it. So, yeah, I think it was monumental. But it also shows the trust that they have in this kid. I mean, even when they find ways to double him and and funnel him to to coverage, they still find a way to get him the ball. It's amazing. And he's, I mean, he's, he's put on a season for the ages. Let's see if he can back it up. But how about the interview afterwards? Talk about a humble, good dude now. I mean, he gets it. Of course, I'm a Washingtonian, so he's from Washington. So I kind of root for him. But still, I mean, he put on a season that I'm not sure we'll ever see. Yep, agree with that. Also, 
I don't know what the biggest play of the game was overall. I mean, the, I think the boy drop was huge. That was on third and nine, would have been a first down. Things maybe changed because of that, his only drop of the entire season. But, you know, that the reason why I like the Rams to win the game overall, Randy, is just because, and it was very obvious, but their defensive line against that Bengals offensive line, that unit gave up nine sacks to the Titans in the playoffs, somehow they won that game. Eventually, I thought that Donald and Miller and company would get to them, but I don't know why it happened, how it happened, if they're just that good and it was inevitable. But, man, that defensive line, I thought, dominated the second half. Yeah, they did, and that came to come as no surprise to you or me, for that matter. Mm-hmm. 19 sacks in the playoffs. That's how many he took the most in 20 years of playoff football, and it's not even close. The second most was 12. Wow. So it just He could only carry him so far, right? I mean, he did everything he could. He's, he's a warrior. He's a battler. But, you know, seven sacks one game, nine sacks the other game, it's, it's going to wear you out. they got to find a way to fix it. But I'll tell you, it's the same people that's been saying they're going to fix it for three or four years. So we'll see. I feel bad for the kid. You just take the yeah. week in and week out. Yeah. Uh, we were talking before you came on, too, and maybe this is an indictment of McVay as well. But, boy, their offense really struggled when they lost Beckham. I mean, they had the 13-3 to lead, and he was huge with the two catches, the touchdown, and the other long uh, pass on third and 11. And then it was, it was like, I didn't think they were going to – I thought the Bengals were going to win the game. I thought there's no way Stafford's taking them down the field because the offense was broken at that point. They, they lost the element of being able to stretch coverage with, when Beckham went out. They couldn't stretch it downfield. They couldn't open things up underneath. He's the one guy that can go still. And I know he takes a lot of criticism, but this guy can still run. He's very athletic. And he opens things up for Cup. He opens things up for Jefferson. Jefferson's not super fast either. So I just think they lost that element. So then it became a, a, a body blow game, right? It became a slugfest, and they couldn't they couldn't spread the field for these other guys, and it hurt them. They ganged up on the run as well. So losing Beckham was a big deal. There's no question yep. you hit on it there. What did you think of the halftime show? I loved it. You guys probably think I'm crazy, but no. I, I thought it was awesome. I thought it was really good. I kind of like hip hop, believe it or not. But it was enough old school. Old school stuff made it seem like it was 2002, not 2022. So uh-huh. I absolutely loved it. I thought it was great. Mm-hmm. I, I yeah. I mean, and by the way, like the the, the setup they had for it, beautiful. Oh man, that was impressive. Yeah. 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 Outstanding. It, it might have been my highlight of the day. I, I liked it. And I like all those people that were involved in it too. But again, I'm a little older, but. But you'd be shocked to hear my iPod. I can tell you all those talks are on my playlist. So. Oh, that's great. great. All this stuff right in our wheelhouse as well. I'll tell you what. I mean, I thought the halftime show and the golf tournament, the Phoenix Open, I thought those two events were the highlight of the day, better than the game itself. Here's the only thing that ticked me off about the golf. If Scheffler just makes the putt on 18, we go to the, to the Super Bowl, change the channel, and it's all good. But when they have to go overtime, then it made me – have to double think what I wanted to do here. Yeah. So the timing was perfect for the PGA if Scheffler would have just made the putt in regulation to win the win the tournament. Yep, totally agree. Yep, uh, great spot, Randy. Thanks so much for the time today. We really appreciate that. Anytime, guys. Take care. Yep, there you Thank go. Thank you, Randy Miller, longtime NFL executive, yep. GM across the league as well. A couple spots. Um, kind enough to come on here after the game. I don't know if it was at DraftKings. There was a prop offered. Will the team come? Will the team be down? Will there be a team that rallies from a ten point deficit and win the game? That was in play. It was thirteen to three. That was I think ah. plus, plus five fifty or something. I think I saw. Okay, uh, it looked like they were going to win the game. And then the, you're right too. People ripping Apple. Well, come on. What, what, what kind of coverage is that on Cup on the second? They just saw the play yeah. again. Oh, it's lunacy. Hey, come you, on, man. I, I urge you, I would urge you to oh. go back and watch that touchdown pass. Oh. How? It's like, go ahead. 
<laughs> there you go. Cup Cup has like 0.8 seconds to get open. Yeah. And he's open by three yards. Yeah. Like, what? Did you, what? Were you not ready to go? Welcome, Matt. How the hell does that happen? Oh, bad job. Bad job. Mm. I would say that's, yeah, it is the best season ever by a wide receiver. No? Well, the Moss here. Oh, well, oh, yeah, he wins MVP, wins Super Bowl, yeah. Moss didn't do much in that Super Bowl loss. No. Oh, Offensive yeah, player of the year. Yeah. Super Bowl MVP. Oh, God. The year, yeah, Rice, they didn't win it that year. They had like 20 touchdowns yep. in 12 games. That's right. They got beat by the Vikings. All right. Uh, it's follow the money here on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. We have to get to a relatively large nugget that was dropped right before kickoff on the national broadcast. I was like, oh, I never heard that before. Really? Okay. We'll tell you what it was coming up next. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleha Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Follow the money on VSEN, the sports betting network. Welcome back. Play at Dog the Films Tatum vs. Dog. 50-yard fetch for free for a shot to win a share of 10000 Starting tomorrow, catch, 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 catch. I, I, I told you. They, they got me got last week on it, and they got me again on it. I mean, there's no, I have no chance on this one. Catch cash with Channing Tatum. When you make your predictions in the free-to-play pool, they'll be donating additional 10000 to Tech for Heroes. Head to DraftKings.com slash Dog the Film now to join the action. DraftKings.com for details. Hey, come on. be kidding me with that. Catch cash with Channing. I mean, come on. It's almost like you need a vacation. <laughs> yes. Uh, a couple of good tweets here from 
at Eagle 47 War, the Frank B bet that I mentioned earlier, under 7.5 Rams receptions, players to have a reception was crazy. I did not realize this. Stafford started 6 for 6 to 6 different receivers. And it still stayed under 7.5. Oh, my God. And also, on Twitter, he points out that if you go back and watch the play on the Wilson hold, blatant false start on both Rams tackles. Uh, yes. Yes. I forgot to mention that. Absolutely. Great tweet. Two of them. I think I recall the left Absolutely. tackle. I didn't see it with the Absolutely. right tackle. Absolutely. Multiple guys were moving. So they let that yep. fly. Yep. Make one of the worst calls you're ever going to see on the hold against Will. What do you think Wilson feels like tonight? I you, th- you think that guy's going to sleep? Uh, it's garbage. He's got to be the sickest man in America. The old Chris Russo rant. Stay out of the way. It's a big game. Stay out of the way. Come on. Don't be a part of it. Stay. You stayed out of the way for 59 minutes. Yep. And I know that they, they blew it on, on Ramsey with the face mask with Higgins, but come on. You, you can't. Come on. You make that call. It's the Super Bowl. The, yes. It's the biggest moment of the game. What are you doing? It's not even close to a penalty. That just, it's sick. Well, I mean, that's, if you've been calling it tight the whole way, that's one thing. Right. You've stayed out of the way the whole time. And now here we go on the biggest play it's, of the game. Yeah, it is. It's they're, like, not, they're not getting it on fourth. All I'm looking for is a little consistency. Yeah. Is that asking too much? That's, I, I yeah. don't think I am. Yeah. So here's the huge nugget that was dropped right before kickoff. They're making the rounds. You know, it's Al and Chris, and they go to Michelle Tavoya, and then they go to the other reporter, and she drops a bomb that Aaron Donald is, uh, if they win the game tonight, he's pondering retirement. And I was like, yeah. yeah. what? Oh, mama. Where'd that come from? Yeah. I mean, he's in his eighth year. I mean... He is one of the best like defensive players already ever. Had an awesome game tonight. But I was like, wait a second, what? That guy might retire if they Well, so things could be a changing for the Rams next year, obviously. Sure. Well, and how now, do you feel if you're O'Connell? I mean, I, I, Randy poo pooed it, but there could be some truth to this McVeigh stuff. Yep, right. I mean, have you seen his uh, wife? I mean, my own. So, uh, right, you want to get a family and, and work, and maybe you're burned out and then just do the... That guy can go into the booth and make a ton of money. It's easier, right? Uh-huh. But that's what, what, what if he's who's the head coach now? He just had Staley leave, and now O'Connell's taking a Viking job. Uh-huh. That'd be something. You win the Super Bowl. Now you need a coach and your star defensive players. Here's a, yeah. If, if he would retire, Donald would retire. They have a bunch of free agents, and oh by the way, they oh, have like no first round picks, no picks for yeah. uh, they, forever. They, they were all so. In. It actually it might make some sense because. Uh, after the game, like Donald was on, I think the NFL Network set, and he's there with his kids, and he's he obviously. But this is him right away in the postgame show, and he's very emotional. What's the immediate feeling you've got right now? I'm just so happy. I wanted this so bad. I dreamed this, man. I dreamed this, and it's like it's surreal. Look at this. Look at this, man. This is. I feel amazing. I feel amazing, man. I feel great. It's the best feeling in the world, man. I, I, God is great. God is great. I just, I'm lost. I don't know what to say. Boy, things could be a change in big time. I mean, all of a sudden, Matthew Stafford's like, wait a second, am I on the Lions again? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh. uh, so then his coach, Sean McVay, who knows again about his future. Um, here's McVay talking about the great Aaron Donald. 
I haven't talked to him about his future with with our team. Certainly hope that means he still uh, wants to be a Ram, but guys like him are why you coach Jordan. He has elevated everybody. I think the epitome of greatness is making everybody that you're around and every situation you're a part of better. It's exactly what Aaron does. And that still doesn't do justice to what an impact that he's made in terms of elevating our whole organization. And I promise you guys, you know, I was mic'd up so you guys can you guys can hear. When it was the fourth down and you could see they got into the shotgun and they were probably not going to run the football, I said Aaron's going to close the game out right here. And he is the effing man. He was so good in the second half. They just showed a stat. Joe Burrow was hit three times in the first half. He was sacked once. Joe Burrow was hit eight times in the second half, and he was sacked six times. Yep. I mean, the maybe you could actually argue... Again, like one of the biggest plays of the game. I don't know if it was the biggest or not, but it's third and three. And this is after the Bengals scored on the opening play of the second half. And right away, what happened? Matthew Stafford, another INT, got the ball back. They have great field position, right? It's third and three. And Donald sacks Burrow for a huge loss. He had to settle for a field goal. Yep. And from that point forward, it, I, don't, I don't think the Bengals offense did anything for the rest of the game. Yep. Randy was right. I mean, the coaches, both coaches did a bad job. And uh, certainly going to be a tough offseason in Cincinnati. Or at least Taylor's going to kick himself for some of the decisions, too. The other thing is uh, it turned into March Madness. I mean, this is this is you only play one game. There's no best of seven. Rarely does the best team win it in March Madness. And I just felt you two four seeds. Yeah, and the fact that, I mean, yeah, before the season, yeah, they were one of the favorites. You say, okay, I could see the Rams winning the Super Bowl. But they had the three-game losing streak where they lost at home to Tennessee, got routed Monday night in San Francisco, routed at Lambeau, uh, struggled on that Tuesday night game to beat Seattle. They did have COVID issues, but they were losing in that game. Uh, Stafford was horrible against Minnesota, struggled against Baltimore, almost lost that game, and they had a ton of guys out. Had to win to get the division, uh, backed in the division, because Arizona got beat, lost at home against San Francisco, and then everything went their way in the the playoffs, rather. And it's just, uh, you know, I don't think the best team won tonight. Packers got upset. Buccaneers injuries at the wrong time. Garoppolo, 10-point lead. Couldn't make a play in the fourth quarter. But uh, it, was, it was a funny funny season. Oh, Chiefs gave up a 21-3 Got lead. To, yeah. Right. I mean, we were, you're right. We were this close to Bills Packers. Yeah. Who knows? I mean, you, you're hard to say the Bill, Bills aren't the best team in the league. With what happened? Well, I mean, it was uh, well. Here to your point, I mean, just because the Rams won it tonight doesn't mean they're the best no. team in football. Yeah, yeah. I mean, strange year. They're very good. They're a very good football team. But you're right. I mean, we were inches away from getting something completely different. Yeah. But that was also like we talked about that a lot throughout the season. Now I had future bets on some te- like I had the Niners, right? But you could find long shot odds, not 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 on Rams, like super long, obviously. But the Bengals were massive odds. This probably like in October and November yeah. to do something like this. And now here's the thing, like, when will the Bengals get back? Joe Burrow's 25 years old. Like, will he play in another Super Bowl in the next five years? It's easy, The easy answer is to say yes without even thinking about it, but it's not that easy. Again, Mahomes and the Chiefs hosted four consecutive AFC title games. They've been to two Super Bowls. They've won one. Aaron Rodgers won one immediately. Hasn't been back since. Has this... I saw a great great tweet tonight. Joe Mixon now has more touchdown passes in the Super Bowl in the last 10 years than Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> yeah, right. Okay? Yeah, I saw, yeah. So that's how difficult <laughs> oh it is to actually God. get here. And yeah. the AFC is stacked mm-hmm. beyond belief. Uh, one more. Dan Marino. Oh, perfect example. That's a, he, he, we interviewed him while he said that. Like, oh, I, we lost to the Super Bowl. I think it was his rookie year. First or second year. 
uh, to San Francisco. He goes, well, I'm going to get here every year, every year on a regular basis. He never got back. Yep, yep. So, again, that championship drive by the Rams was something special. 15 plays, uh, not a lot of runs. And imagine that. They went down the field passing the football, and here is their quarterback, Matthew Stafford, talking about that final drive. What gave you the confidence on that final scoring drive, the, the chemistry between you and Cooper Cup? Oh, I mean, that's hard work. That's, that's hours together. Um, you know, I just think Coach for putting it, hey, Matthew, you and Coop go get this thing done. He kept calling plays for him, kept finding ways to get him the ball. He made unbelievable plays. That's what he does. Um, I'm just so proud of this team. It's, it's such a team victory. Our defense played outstanding. Special teams timely and big when we needed it. Uh, such a great, such a great game. And now he's a Super Bowl winning quarterback. One more thing from the halftime. Uh, if you bet this, how did it grade out? And the prop was, will Mary J. Bly show cleavage at halftime? The yes was minus $3, no was 2-1. to one. Had a conversation with my wife and others at the house tonight watching the game. Yeah? I think you have to count that as a yes. Because it was like open right here. The hair got in the way quite a bit, yeah, but when yeah. you would actually sneak... when you Good outfit. Yeah, get... Yeah. If you stared long enough, like Costanza, right, looking at the sun... <laughs> I think he noticed some cleavage there, and I think yes had to be the winner. Get a good look, Costanza. <laughs> uh, I will say, like, some of those photos that are coming out from, like, just Snoop and Dre on top uh, with the whole. And they, they, come on, that was epic. I know, you can't tell. No, that's not cleavage. No, but that's, no. that's a bad angle. No, where's the, where's the cleavage? We, okay. You, well, here. It's we, open, it's in, open the in the middle, and All you right. can see, yeah, some, idea. like, side stuff there. So, What uh, an ups. Eminem gets one song. One song. One song, that was it. That was boy, oh yeah, boy. shocking. Uh, up next, Ben Fawkes from VSIN on all the big bets across the country on the Super Bowl coming up here on Follow the Money. It's brand new season two. I'm Marissa Thalberg. And I'm Stephen Wolf Bededa. And we're excited to be back having bigger, bolder, and always real conversations. Straight from the C-suite front lines of marketing, media, and more. We have great friends joining from people you may know, like Wilmer Valderrama and Bobby Burke. And people you'll want to know. So grab a coffee or, hey, even an Aperol Spritz and come join us on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Listen to brand new on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.